up, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Broccoli Soup Cafe. I am so excited to be here today, and we are on the road again. Yep, that's right. It's another podcast in the streets because we are,、uh, yeah, very famous and gonna travel all the time. <laughs> Neve is giving his face palm because he thinks I am not funny, and I think I'm very funny. Anyways, today we have a very special guest in our podcast. His name is Henry. He is my cousin, Henry Rodriguez. Hey, Welcome how to are the you? Podcast. Yay! <laughs> I'm very excited. He is a known chef in. Dubai, yeah, and this kid has traveled a lot, so I am very excited for you guys to hear him, hear his stories. So, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us where you were born. You know, for the people that might not know, you know. Okay.、Uh, hi, everyone.、Uh, born in Colombia, 1984. On <laughs> September was so nice、uh, in Bogota. I love my city. Yeah. What What is it that you love about your city? Tell us a little bit about it. I don't know. Bogota is amazing. You can do whatever you want. You have a lot of、uh, art, party, dinner, food everywhere. You know. Yeah, street.、Uh, also,、food. it's a place that、uh, I call home. Like、uh-huh. wherever I go, I know where I am. But the only place I call home it's Bogota.、Oh. I'm always happy to go there. Oh man, I know. I I miss it too. And if you guys know from our previous podcast, I talk about Colombia. Probably every podcast because I just miss it and I, it's my home too as it's well. It's our country. Yeah, it's our country. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about like how you know what you went to school for, where you went to school for, and how did you decided that you wanted this career? So your what was the the career you made and you know? Okay,、um, everything started when I was a kid.、Mm-hmm. Uh, as a student in the school, I totally sucks. <laughs> like I never understand what's going on there. I was studying things that I really don't want.、Mm-hmm. Then when、uh, I start getting closer to the graduation, I decide to become a liar or or a chef. It's a liar.、Like、yeah. <laughs> my mom, my big brother, they was doing that. I say like probably just stay in that way, and I, I oh、like、a、it. liar. Sorry.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said liar. I was no, like no. <laughs> a lion detector. What are you? The, but then、uh, I think I will get a bored life, so、mm-hmm. I decide to be a chef. My mom, she was always cooking、mm-hmm. uh, when she was pregnant of my brothers and all those stuff. And my family,、uh, yeah, they always get reunited to、lot. cook a lot. So I decide to be a、yeah. chef. At the beginning, it was a lot of doubts because I didn't eat、uh, a lot of things. Like、oh, yeah. uh, pepper, you were very、tomato. picky. Yeah, I'm still. <laughs> yeah, you still <laughs> are very picky. But、uh, yeah, so then、uh, I decided to be a chef. My father Henry, he told me like, if you want to be a chef, you have to be in the best school of America. So in that moment, we chose、uh, Cordon Bleu in Peru. Oh yeah. So at 70 years old,、uh, I left my home. I arrived Lima. Was the best. How was that? Was it scary? Oh man. Three amazing years in Lima. I、yeah. studied pastry and culinary arts at Cordon Bleu, Peru.、Uh, I make amazing friends. I make a lot of experience, and you know, first time I was living outside Colombia、mm-hmm. by、yeah. myself.、Uh, a lot of feelings there.、Uh, 
but yeah, everything good, was so bad, nice. Good, bad, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it all comes with like traveling as well, experiencing different things. And they could be good things, they could be bad things. But I'm glad you like had a good experience there because, I mean, even us, we were like, oh my God, he's in Peru. Like he's traveling, he's like learning a new culture and stuff. Because even if you're in Bogota, you know, Colombia, South America, Peru is still like very different culture than Yeah, I was surprised that. Um, the first thing is uh, the language. They speak Spanish too, but it was not the same. Uh, <laughs> it's more broken up. Yeah, and they have different different things. Dialect. Not, yeah, that, but in the culture, you know, like we, they focus a lot of food. Mm-hmm. When I arrived there was the food boom there Gaston Acurio was also start getting very famous all world was looking uh, for, the, uh, for the food yeah. and I was there studying culinary arts so I will never forget the, all the opportunities we can get there um, all the experience all the famous chef we can know in those, in those days mm, and then you know you are to start working in the best places you can you have to go and eat in those famous restaurants yeah. and it ma- it was a start a nice start for my career yeah i never regret about that actually i love peru hi to peruvians oh, friends that's looking all this peruvians video. that are listening to us i know so actually one of our last podcasts uh first season gary salgado yep he was uh he's uh, a peruvian and yeah yo his food his mom's his uh Abuelita's food is really good. So <laughs> yeah, so I think it's a country never I will never forget. Uh, mm-hmm. People were so charmed, was so nice. Yeah, and experience. Like I was a teenager living in Peru during three years. Yeah, you were seventeen yeah. at the time. Oh my god, I didn't realize how like young you were. I thought like yeah, it was I, when I was started living by myself. I was still yeah. under the legal age. So it was so funny because I always need my father or my mom being there traveling oh, to help me to, yeah. Stuff. That's why they were trying. Yeah, I mean, the uh, a thing that people might not know is like in Colombia, you graduate really early, like, because in here, like, you know, I feel like you could still be 18 and 21 and like you're still in school. But that's because in here you have 12th grade in Colombia, depending on the school you're on, they still have just till 11th grade. Well, it's not so medical. I make it on time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah studying there was amazing. <laughs> First time I was studying something that I really love it. Mm-hmm. I, I never been in a professional kitchen before that. Uh, I remember they gave me a big case full of knives, uh, uniforms, and I was the youngest one in that promotion. I was so scared, but oh everything set up. Yeah. After one year, I was so happy to be in there. Each day was totally different. When mm-hmm. I study, I study culinary arts first. Yeah. One year after, I start pastry. Oh, uh, is it like is pastry harder to? Yeah, for me it was totally harder. Yeah. I, I mean, then you don't like sweets, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of the sweets, but you need to be really organized, really structured, really precise on whatever you are doing. Yeah. Uh, but was my big challenge finish mm. uh, my pastry career I think I will live it but no uh, until the end I finish it yeah uh, I got friends I like, will never forget that helped me a lot how, uh, how is like um, 
like are you always cooking or you guys did you guys have to take tests i mean for for me it feels like that like for me such a i guess it, it is kind of like an art as well cooking and stuff and blending cultures and see savory like taste and different spices but at the same time it's weird like i don't know did you guys have to take tests did you like yeah dudes you have a lot of uh Reading. signatures there a lot of theory uh, okay. i don't know how that said in english so i'm gonna skip that part but <laughs> it was really theoretical uh, yeah you was not cooking too much like oh, really? eight hours on fast three to at weeks and culinary like kitchen stuff salty things mm -hmm. around six hours a week but the thing is like theory background that was the part that really blew my mind because like you i think before i get there yeah that cook was just make a egg or make a nice steak and just make something nice yeah and you realize that that's the last part you need to understand whatever you are doing where are you getting the things oh, uh, okay. and be consistent and the safety as well of like everything Yeah, so for sure. I'm still learning already yeah. six years, probably cooking more. Ooh. I'm still learning a lot. Um, but you've gone places. Yeah, tell us, tell us, you've been how many countries now? Um, traveling a lot, but living, let's say, Colombia, Peru, United States, uh, United Arab Emirates. Which for, is where you are right it. now. Yeah, now I'm mm -hmm. in Dubai. So nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, after I finish, uh, I started working in a restaurant, it's mm -hmm. called Malabar. I had really memories about that place, was around six months being there. Yeah. I got an amazing team there, like, we are a family. Is it, yeah, I, I mean, you traveling so much, that can be very, like stressful i think in a way but at the same time enjoyable but you kind of build families everywhere and like friendships yeah right? uh, i'm always talking with people around the world uh i at the beginning was so sad to say goodbye to, to everyone you. now i think i'm used to yeah uh, still being sad but it's not like before yeah so then at that time i took the decision to left peru uh because it was enough for me. After three and a half years, I decided to move. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Colombia. Back to Colombia, yeah. how was that? It was strange, but was good. Yeah. Uh, my plan was to stay in Colombia and then move Chile to being in a famous restaurant there. Yeah. But I got some sick in my eyes. Oh yeah. Everything got tricked. So <laughs> I got the surgery in my eyes. I stay at Colombia. Yeah, and then you uh, had a I worked there of, in a restaurant mm -hmm. in Usaquén, in Bogotá. Then after one year working there, I decided to move. Yeah. I say, like, I'm ready to another step in my career. <laughs> so I always working before in restaurants and all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I really love it. I really like it. Uh, but I got a proposal to a hotel. Uh, I was scared because it's totally different and people tell you know like from restaurant to hotel yeah, yeah like there's more responsibility also because you're keeping like the image of yeah you're representing a branch you are doing mm -hmm. 
food 24 hours, you have breakfast, lunch, uh, dinner, room service, catering. Jeez. It's a, a lot of things, but yeah, yeah I move it. I move it to Houston. Uh, nice. In that moment, Houston, Texas, the Lone Star State was amazing. Uh, I was working at Four Seasons Houston. I Four Seasons, woo, really <laughs> expensive. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fancy. It was fancy. Yeah. Um, I. You loved it there. I mean, I've been here in the United States for whatever. It's going to be 15 years or more now. Um, but, like, I always wanted to go to Texas, and you got the chance to be there. And, yeah, Texas you know. is amazing. I yeah. never forget, like, San Antonio, Houston, yeah. Austin, Texas. Was is that so where nice. you... Um, fell in love with the Mexican food or because you have like this love with the Mexican food no, now, Mexican right? food uh, a lot of times I've been there I love Mexico yeah uh, I mean you were in Mexico as well yeah, but more so for traveling right Mexico tacos uh, <laughs> infladas and a lot of things you have there chorizo verde oh yeah uh, but Mexican food for me is the best <laughs> and there I got not like Mexican food but all these Tex-Mex Tex-Mex. Um, and actually, it was so funny because I was falling in love with this food and I was cooking in one of the best Italian restaurants in that moment. Oh. I will never forget. Uh, I got one chef there, Mauricio Ferraretze. Hey. This guy was amazing. Yeah. He teach me a lot. And even Andrea Ferrandi was the sous chef there. He teach me things that I will never forget. Like he really became me as a cook, a real cook. Oh. Uh, when I get there, I think like, man, I already work in this like two years. I have a lot of experience. Yeah. But then you realize not. <laughs> you you still need more to learn. Yeah, I was so scared the first months. Yeah. But I used to, I used to. I, I met people like Lily and Alan. Oh. Those two cooks, they helped me a lot. Yeah. He was working that place. Uh, Guillermo, he was. Uh, Oh, I think I saw a picture yeah, of him. Yeah, Guillermo is yeah. a senior chef there, and he's so nice. <laughs> so everyone together, we was having fun on the nights. We was uh, everyone on dinner shift. Yeah. So it was so nice. I really learned a lot that uh, we got another friend, Jose Valencia. He helped us a lot. And I think it's the first time I feel like a real family outside Colombia. Oh. Uh, yeah, because that's hard. I mean, how long did you spend um, in Texas? One Work. year and two months, something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. nice experience. Like I will never forget about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That then, is that how the longest you've been outside of Colombia uh, for now? From now, yeah, I think so. Was, okay. I was traveling around United States that that year. Mm -hmm. So I never go back Colombia. When I was living in Peru, I have the chance to go almost yeah. once at uh, at a month. And it's it's so close by playing how like far like. Is it an hour? It's like three hours from Lima to Bogota. Okay. Alright. So yeah, then uh, Houston end, best experience. I moved to Bogota. Back to Bogota? Yeah, again. <laughs> uh, but I was feeling like strange. I, I used to work in the hotel again, another yeah. hotel. Do you uh, think it's, um, I mean, it's like a sense of belonging, but not really belonging, like the immigration process that yeah, psychology but I in that moment I realized that Colombia it's home that moment I realized that how much I miss it 
But Valley. how much I still have to learn about everything. Yeah. So I worked in that hotel in Bogota for one year, mm -hmm. almost. And that is that the time? So actually, if many of you might not know, I don't know if it's open right now. I think you have it closed for the moment, but the um, truck. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Uh, Tell I us I was a little working. bit about that project. Yeah, I was working in the in this hotel in Bogota. Mm -hmm. So after one year, I decided to resign. I, I don't have anything to do, like any idea. I just know that I just want to continue cooking. So it came one day truck. with my friends. Like, hey guys, we don't open a food truck. Uh, it's called uh, La Bocateria. It was so nice project. First time I was opening something by myself. Yeah. Mm, it was a nice experience, it was amazing, and it was working so good. But then uh, my career changed totally. Yeah. I get, uh, I start applying around the world and see what's going on. Yeah. And I Takes get a job in Dubai. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was so fast that in, in two weeks I was already traveling to Dubai when I accepted. Yeah, so uh, you were telling me a little bit about this. So this kid, like I said, he travels so much and just quick, you know, and, and that's the thing that you uh, that I learned from you is like if you're going to travel, if you're going to take chances, don't think about them. You know, it, there's only one life, one time to do them. And, you know, you sometimes have to take the risk, have to spend a little money or maybe, you know, do cheap hotels or stuff or like do a hostel and and you know because at least like that one moment you know you did it and now you can move on and maybe learn experiences from that so you did this um food truck which you know is really great and stuff and then all of a sudden you have two weeks and then just one day they call you yeah. and you have to get on a plane and leave right I away straight like that um i was i was sad uh, yeah about to leave my food truck yeah uh, it was a project that i put a lot of energy with my teammates in that project daniel yeah. suarez and carlos felipe we learned a Shout lot us to them. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot about that experience like open a real enterprise in colombia you will find it's not easier and we was trying to make our best it was yeah. so nice but the moment i uh, i accept this is because you know do i Mm -hmm. I always, when I was a kid, say like I want to go to Dubai, and I was planning already vacations. But yeah. it, it happened like someone tell you, "Hey, you got the job, you wanna come?" And I say yes. Uh, I was sad to leave my family. I yeah. was sad to leave my friends. I was sad to leave my project. But it takes me. I just signed the contract, and I was not sure if I was going or not. Yeah. Uh, I traveled on one Wednesday, on Saturday I was feeding with my family and I still didn't know if I will travel or not. Yeah. They buy the ticket on Monday night, I was traveling Wednesday morning, oh something like that. Um, and that's it. I arrived Dubai September 7, one year ago, exactly. Wow. Uh, and for, for the first moment, I realized that, man, I love things to, to learn. This time, uh, I will say, it's not learn about uh, kitchen, because 
I feel more confidence. Mm -hmm. But learn about cultures, learn about people, idioms, you know, language. Yeah, I mean, you were going into a whole different territory. First of all, you're going into the desert because, as you told me, just it's from hot. what we've been talking, it's <laughs> hot. Like it's, it's in the middle of the desert. Uh, yeah, I was confused. It's a long flight from Colombia. Mm. How many hours? Uh, I took two two flights. The first one to Bogota, Miami. Mm -hmm. It's four hours, something like that. And Miami, Dubai was 14 and a half hours. Wow. But okay. since you get in the plane, you can see everything change, like Arabic letters and things that I never heard before in my life. How mm. did you communicate? Well, I guess they started, the people that were waiting for you, it, it was in English. Yeah, right? they speak English. Uh -huh. <coughs> they speak English. It's the kind of the main language there. But not all people speak English, uh, mm -hmm. and it's a totally different English than we talk here or United States or yeah. even in South America. You have accents that you never heard before, and I never worked before with too much um, Indian people or pa pa Pakistani people or Nepal people. Yeah, <coughs> and you never been in that part of the world before, right? right. So you need just to. Be humble, open your arms, and try to learn what you can do. Um, yeah, especially because it's like, you know, like you're entering kind of their territory, their, you know, their custom, their ideas, and... Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was there. Uh, I started working in a hotel there. Yeah. It's a yeah, tell it us where you are right now. <laughs> Actually, <coughs> yeah. private information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I work at Four Seasons, the AFC mm -hmm. there. Uh, it's and an amazing place. Let me place. tell you, this, like, you show me pictures. It's so beautiful, mm -hmm. so clean. Like, I am, like, you know, what you were saying before to me, it's like we are right now in New York City and it's like so dirty and we're in a first world country like what the <laughs> heck are we doing you know like we should be more proactive towards like yeah, being able to k take care of the environment and take care of like the world and people itself but i guess like we're all going through some problems <laughs> yeah new york it's an amazing city i will always love it yeah but in this moment i'm enjoying where i am um mm -hmm. I'm about to head my second year in Dubai. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'm still learning a lot. Yeah. Do you uh, think you're gonna stay there for a long time? Like? Not, not really. I think yeah. that uh, two or three years, no more than that. Uh, yeah. I wanna come back America. I really miss America. I think South America. We have amazing opportunities there. Yeah. Um, and it's the place. I always keep on my mind that I'm there learning. Mm -hmm. techniques uh cultures and traveling around oh yeah but at the end i just want to share this in colombia or south america because it's the place i grew up it's the place it, it made me mm -hmm. a man to and say like that uh, so i think i have to go back and show what i learned yeah because it's a way you can go back to the society or your family or your friends mm -hmm. uh, definitely that Dubai it's being uh, crazy yeah it's been a, like an adventure but there's also like 
you know you want to take it back home you want to and I think that's in a way that's all we all end up going back to where we you know grew up somehow some way um just to share just to keep the traditions going and you know to express express like what we learned from traveling and <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, a lot i learn mm -hmm. a lot of things mm, i still need one or two more years traveling around yeah then for sure i will continue traveling but not like i'm leaving for one year or stuff like that yeah uh when i go back and cook there i'm excited for this second year i'm ahead in dubai yeah and um, no and and it's good i mean it's like you don't want to settle down yet i mean how old are you now 24 years old exactly <laughs> see you i mean we're so young right now still there's so much we can do out of life and you know give and prosper and stuff so it's very exciting so yeah. um we're gonna take a quick short break we're gonna have strawberries <laughs> uh, it's very hectic uh crazy weather and uh just hectic traffic because yeah new york <laughs> we'll be right back okay, thank guys, you, see you later. <laughs> bye bye back and it's gonna get hot in this podcast because we have some like steaming questions <laughs> that we're about <laughs> to do so you right now you're in dubai right yeah and um definitely a culture change really fast um and so tell us a little bit about um ramadan and you know kind of how that okay is uh, first of thing uh <laughs> muslim people are totally different Mm -hmm. but they are so nice I they are so respectful I get yeah. great surprise about them and Arabic people mm -hmm. uh, you know like because yeah, there's such a misconception between them and I feel like yeah. you know especially here in the United States and with the person yeah what American mm -hmm. view like even South America the same like we think Arabic people are dangerous or stuff like that yeah but you will find they're amazing people it's like us uh, they're amazing they just want to grow up their families they want they mm -hmm. really take the responsibility to show you something different right uh, sometimes it's hard because uh, we live in this western life like you can do whatever you want mm -hmm. uh, still being hurt they have some rules yeah yeah tell us about those rules because okay so you were saying something that shocked me a lot was no it, you know like not drinking water in public spaces yeah but that's you basically uh, during, ramadan, during ramadan yeah. you have to they're fasting all day mm -hmm. when the sunlight is there they are not eating or even drinking water mm -hmm. um so it's not like i have to do it no but you need to respect a little bit them yeah you are in their country they're giving you the opportunity to learn about them so you need to respect them so it's uh, <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, <laughs> it's a nice um, experience mm -hmm. like live in the first hand of Ramadan it's a thing like the way they eat the way they pray they 
all the meaning about Ramadan because it's not a only fast, it's to be grateful, to be nice, don't think about bad things. And But it's uh, something yeah. that I really grateful surprise. I was scared when it started. But you see one month goes so fast, especially in the style they were doing. Uh-huh. So, and, yeah. And I mean, you were saying as well, like, it's sort of a way, you know, they have, they're so lucky as well in a way in, in a country where they can have the things that many can't have. So, you know, you were saying in a way, it's like <laughs> having <laughs> them think, <laughs> hold yeah, on, guys, a, yeah. it's a moment here. <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties because, you know, potholes in New York, pre uh, you know, even like the president or whatever, the governor is not fixing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and after that technical difficulty, we're back. But um, so I wanted to go a little bit into like relationships and, you know, <laughs> how that is <laughs> because you are traveling a lot and like people need people people want to like love feel loved and stuff so how do you deal like with relate with a relationship like no, it's okay uh, i'm <laughs> single for everyone hey everybody's looking <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna get married with a colombian lady or not yeah at this moment i can't say anything <laughs> but in my plans i want to be back in colombia yeah I wanna, how i told you before so kind of to settle down and stuff and yeah, find somebody probably it happened before you know probably met a lady and she will say when i go to colombia with you or probably not mm -hmm. i'm just uh, taking yeah relaxing way and not in a rush way if it happens it's amazing if it not happen i can be okay for that yeah uh actually i'm i'm a cook we don't have too much time that's a hard mm -hmm. we are cooking well, for 16 hours 15 hours So at the end, uh, I don't have too much time to go into relationships. So yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, um, in terms of your the career that you're choosing, it's also like the arts because for like me and Eve, it's great that like we are both filmmakers. Um, you know, otherwise it it would be hard for somebody else who is not in the your same field to have the same life look on it's okay on life i understand like i don't want to get married with any chef or cook or lady mm -hmm. no it's not in my plans what <laughs> uh, about I, be fine her there no for sure I, it's something i don't want because we will never have time mm. uh, it's demand that we need someone that yeah take you out of that life uh, is that like the downside to being a chef yeah it's not like easy easy career it's a lot of dark sides yeah so when you start your career you will find uh, that sometimes you will uh, you will work for free you mm. you're learning a lot of things but you are working for free uh, it's a high demand industry mm -hmm. like when I was a student they would tell us like when you are working all days is gonna be a final exam and it's like that it's worse like that because it's not each day it's each moment Sometimes you are not doing you are not doing wood at work and you need to stop and say man I need to focus because I had people paying a lot of money for this food or, or things oh. like that So it can be very stressful. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally stressful. You need to How do you control your stress? I mean, you're saying like you have you don't have like 
a lot of time to you know there were times that you were telling me you just get on the bus make it to your room and just like crash yeah you know because you're so exhausted from the whole day uh, so first thing you need to or it's worth for me it's i'm trying to not fight anymore like mm. before i was screaming i was driving crazy it still happens sometimes but i don't feel that i need to stop it yeah uh, it's like that um famous chef i forget what his name is not like Gordon Ramsay for yeah. sure not <laughs> but you suck yeah but no uh, and I don't want to be that kind of cook that in the kitchen looks like that yeah. so now I'm just trying to be more polite relax myself mm-hmm. and if we are busy and we are like really stressful mm-hmm. I just prefer to make silence and try to solve problems because everyone has his own trouble, uh, problems in the kitchen yeah uh, you so were you were telling me how um, you were speaking last time how you it kind of like Dubai has changed in a way your perspective of life as well like caring for people in a way that you probably wouldn't before like strangers and you just kind of up and you know they might be having a bad day and you like you need this work done but yeah. you stop and you're like okay i i also need to i think that i realize uh, a lot of people in these times it's selfish by mm. themselves um and we don't care too much about other people uh it sounds hard but it's true uh so yeah i decide just and to in the world, yeah, take the five minutes a day and say how are you uh, because sometimes people need someone to hurt them no no more than that you give them that time they they feel that you are there with for them mm-hmm. uh, and when you are in the stress moment it will help it will help because mm-hmm. they already take out all that stress that they come before and now they are more focused on that yeah even for me it's uh, fine or it's okay when I talk with someone like, man this is happening or what's going on here mm-hmm. because uh, it helps you to clear your mind uh, and head out to the service and need some plus so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> the camera keeps falling up and down <laughs> no that that's good though that's like such a nice feeling I feel like to be able to help someone and be able to encourage them to continue you know on hard times yeah yeah because it's a hard life out there there's a lot of like and and you said there we are the human race is a little bit selfish in its own way um because we just want what we want and you know yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah and so i wanted to just talk a little bit so you know you are a chef and we're talking about your no your traveling and you're doing all of this and you're still meeting some obstacles of life but you know you're getting through them but tell us a little bit about what you actually cook so what do you enjoy cooking like what was your first dish I mean I remember the first dish that you made for the family like for us was uh, like huevos en una bolsita like it was like yeah and I, I mean (laughs) <laughs> we were all laughing, of course, because we were like, oh, you know, it's eggs. But, you know, that probably was really hard. You were making it for, like, almost 15 of us or something like that. This was, a, like, a family gathering that we had. And you, like, made them. And it was it was so funny because we were all just in a, uh, sitting around and, like, eating a plate 
of egg, yeah. <laughs> of an egg. Uh, I will never forget one of the hardest things to do as a chef, it's uh, eggs. Mm-hmm. People think it's easy, but make a perfect egg, it's not like that. So yeah. I remember I was on vacations and I was practicing for my final exam, so I decided to make poached egg for everyone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I can't say I have my first dish of stuff like that, mm-hmm. but definitely it's more about um, discipline. Uh, I think that's the part of a career I like, that discipline all those stuff. Like if you want to make an omelette, you have to make the best omelette. You have to make a mm. poche, you have to best the poche. And this career is something that you always are doing. It's not like you cook in the restaurant and then you go home and you will not cook. For oh, sure, okay. you need to survive out the restaurant. You need to survive uh, in your life. And yeah. Normally, when you are in with your family, they will tell you, oh, please cook for <laughs> us. Uh, I mean, you made it, you know, it's your yeah. family. So it's like a gift from them. Uh, but this is the time you have to play, mm. <laughs> you know. You can play <laughs> with explore. your family. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what dishes did you... I mean, I guess you said you didn't, um, you don't have, like, a specific one. But, like, what do you enjoy the most doing? Like, what's the hardest dish you had to make? And what's, like, mm, the Okay, easiest? now I'm working in the brasserie. Uh, it's so nice because we make food, like, brasserie. meats and all that oh, stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, but I think... I have things that challenge me all days. For example, fish. I'm not a big fan of fish. If I can avoid, I will avoid. Oh, but I have yeah. to cook it. Yeah. So it's uh, hard for me. It's still hard, but mm-hmm. I like it. Um, like grilled fish, steamed fish, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, in the last uh, days, I'm start thinking a lot of vegetarian food. Mm, I'm a I meat know, we're old. moving into the vegetarian. Yeah, like. I think I will never move to that side, but I think... Uh, <laughs> you love me too much. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I love Reba. Eve is cheering. Wait, what do you say? It's going to sound weird if I say it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Reba and all those stuff, but I think in vegetables you have a lot of things. Uh, you have a lot of... Uh, things to discover to cook it's mm-hmm. a new way do you learn about nutrition as you're like cooking all of this as well? like i mean for sure you have more ideas mm-hmm. in the university you learn that but being honest we are not uh, nutrition doctors or stuff like that it's people right, right. that work a uh, study for that and develop on that yeah but you got ideas um but yeah i want to move more to the vegetable side vegetarian because I think you can treat vegetables like meat. Mm. So it's challenging because yeah. if you have a ribeye, you know you have to make it medium and it will be perfect. Yeah. You need salt, pepper uh, and firewood. That's it. <laughs> but for a vegetables, it's not like that. You need to plunge them. You have to make it no so overcooked, but no undercooked. Mm. Uh, and it's challenging because all not people not all, all like uh, broccoli or cauliflower or stuff oh, like yeah. that especially me i hate cauliflower <laughs> all my soul but you can make cauliflower steaks that are amazing so you treat cauliflower yeah. as a as a meat and it's it's nice okay yeah there is i i tried some before like even mom makes um this um burgers uh, veggie burgers and it's yeah. like um lentejas how do you say lentils, lentils. Um, and it's so good like and I'm like surprised I'm like 
this is not me like you know and it's nice because it's like makes you think okay like you know all this processed meat or like all this animals that we're killing and like maybe we can like both coexist and still be able to find really good things to eat that are healthy for our body but that are also like can taste like meat you know yeah it's understand it yeah. it's a new wave <laughs> but i think it, it can be so amazing yeah it can be so and amazing. and you like being in dubai you ate um camel right i'm yeah uh, i'm still shocked at that <laughs> we eat camel there it's not like all days you will eat camel yeah but yeah uh, is it an expensive dish how is it is it like or is it just like ordering chicken or like no it's not uh for me it's not easy to find but you will find it's mm -hmm. like eat venison or alpaca in peru uh, or chihuahua in colombia it's those kind of animal that you will say like i will never eat but then you will get it in front it's mm -hmm. nice it's how, nice how's the taste it's a stronger it's a it's imagine like a lamp but the stronger oh but i like it i like it yeah. so it's so nice um <laughs> i've been there so i have to try it right that's true that's true <laughs> what's the like worst taste you you had of food that like you also had to cook it or stuff like i hate corazon or like heart, heart yeah. or like liver oh mm. i i can't I think it. snakes. <laughs> snakes is something that. Snakes. Yeah. Snakes. Yeah. You eat wow. snakes? What? Yeah. I <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I saw the animal, I didn't like it. I was not yeah. happy doing that. Uh, I tasted it and I didn't like it too. So it's something that I want to be out of there. <laughs> Uh, how much is a plate of snakes or how do you like even cook them? i don't know about the price but it's something that's not easy to find yeah but you know people eat it you know like yeah it's a historical it's not a modern thing i before uh people that was traveling around the world uh, mm -hmm. asian cultures they eat that because it's something you will find everywhere oh. they just grill it or stuff like that <laughs> so but man, no, I want to be out of that. Is it chewy? Things. Yeah, it's chewy. Uh. Uh, it's like when you go to Bahamas, you will find crocodile. Oh, yeah, I heard so that. It's yeah. crazy, but you taste it and it's like <laughs> kind of chicken. You will see it's, you have something, mm -hmm. but I didn't enjoy it too much. Uh, okay. Because it's in your mind, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at it I'm, I'm unless like they don't tell you and you know it's already cut and but still like yeah so that's it you need to it's nice <laughs> <laughs> great memories comes to me right now oh <laughs> tell us one tell us uh tell us uh one of your okay so there's uh, how many countries so you've been in colombia you've been in united states you've been in mexico you've been in argentina you've Peru. been Peru, um, Dubai. So, out of those, um, you know, tell us a s one of like the best stories that you can say in like one of those countries. Mm, I think one of my best stories was Super Bowl stories. Oh, Super Bowl! Um, when I was in Houston, we faced the Super Bowl. I f never forget that the fan fest was 
outside the hotel. You get out and was the fun fest. <laughs> Everybody uh, drunk. <laughs> was so so full of that. Uh, we was expecting being busy. We was yeah. hosting a lot of things in that hotel. Mm -hmm. But I never forget how really it goes. Like I never cooking that quantity of high level food. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think I worked like three days straight only resting two or three hours a day oh my god was totally it's like a crazy. hospital yeah, job in like one moment i saw like no one was knowing what's going on we just <laughs> if you have a ticket in front of you you just have to do it straight away oh my uh, we was like five people doing omelette uh, an omelette <laughs> yeah and then we start getting tickets for lunch so it's like man we can't we still have the setup for breakfast so I remember I just called PM chief uh, Guillermo like man please come early we help you <laughs> Guillermo was the only one that can rock the room service station as first time in my life I saw him he was not ready for that it was so nice experience like everyone was improving everyone was running I mean I bet because at that point it's just like work mode it's not like you not know you're not thinking about smile. I remember <laughs> that day it ends I was shopping an onion or something like that, and Guillermo just come to me and say like, "Hey, you survived, huh? We survived. <laughs> we don't know how." I get after that like four day off. I was totally smashed. Oh totally yeah, smashed. you you told you told me so. Uh, um, I think I remember now. You said um, the day that it ended. Uh, we got. Uh, you went. Yeah, I went to Miami to relax myself. Yeah, Beach but before days. that, you got lost. Oh yeah, I was so tired that I take the wrong bus, uh, and I wake up 45 minutes after I took it. Oh, so bad the story. I was so tired, but then uh, it worked. Like it's a memory no one mm -hmm. can take out of me. I think uh, doing I mean, it's, like it's 1,000 covers in three restaurants only in four hours. Uh, unbelievable! Jeez. It's unbelievable. Uh, but it was crazy because as soon as the match end, everyone left the city. <laughs> was so we were so happy to see that. Like now we are empty. So nice. <laughs> now you can rest. Yeah, we have people that stay two or three more days. Mm -hmm. But and then you ended up going to Miami. You said. Yeah, so relax myself there. <laughs> but yeah, I will never forget. Like Super Bowl was crazy. Yeah, like that. That was nice, you know. <laughs> now, now, what's your worst experience then? I guess, like, out of all the countries, um, like, what, well, what do you think like broke you down? Like, definitely, uh, I'm always cooking, so I have to be relating kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, one day we were so busy. We were so busy mm -hmm. here in Dubai. Was in Dubai. Yeah. I was setting up breakfast buffet and I throw everything to the floor at uh, 6.30 a.m. and I have to be ready at 6.45. I know I will not be done. Oh. Uh, I, I remember I get so frustrated. I was new in that place. So, oh. you know, all the pressure on top. Yeah. Uh, I think I was so upset that I just start crying and working during eight hours. But I was so upset. Like people say, don't be sad. Hey, I'm not sad. I'm just yeah. so upset. Like you, no one can understand me that day. I'm still feeling that 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 day, no one understood me. Mm. 
mm. I was so frustrated. Mm -hmm. uh, but then after that day, I take a long walk and I realize that things happen and you just need to solve it to try to. Uh, yeah, it doesn't do any good to dwell on the bad things. You yeah, know? so after that, uh, it happened a lot of times after not the <laughs> same accident. Yeah. But for example, one day all our stuff get stuck in the elevator. So oh, you no. can't imagine like people was running like what you will do. It's like, okay, I have to make everything from the scratch, guys. Oh my God. No time to complain, no time. I just call engineering, like try to open the lift. And I just say to my friend, he was cooking with me, like just bring everything. We have to do it. Oh my gosh. They opened the lift when the service end. <laughs> so it was so good because what I had What with the food? <laughs> nothing, you have to throw it away, but. Oh. It was oh. unbelievable that day, but it it reminded me like if I didn't had that experience before, I'm just gonna step out. I'm, I'm gonna drive crazy, and I just say like, okay, I will do it from the scratch. And it was nice experience. Yeah, yeah. It shows like okay, all right, you know, like this happened, but I gotta lift myself. Just move and, on. Yeah, move <laughs> on. That's good. Yeah. So um, that's it. And actually, you were telling me something that I was very shocked about as well. Um, in Dubai, you guys throw a lot of food. <laughs> Tell us about this um, thing of them wanting a lot of food in the table. That's okay. Mm, they ask a lot of food, and mm -hmm. it's normal people don't finish it or stuff like that. Yeah. But you can't donate those food because it's already used, right? Yeah. Um, like they're in the middle charged. of the dessert. Everything comes from outside, so. It's more dangerous. You need to think about food safety. Mm, food so poisoning and stuff. Yeah, um, oh, I always that get that that thing. Like I never took anything to take out mm -hmm. to my home to have it overnight because I'm kind of obsessed with that. Yeah. But yeah. It makes sense now. I mean, if you are in a place that hot and bringing in food from outside, you know, it's travel for probably days and cargoes and stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Now I'm actually <laughs> like thinking it makes sense of why they would. Yeah, yeah. So I'm food. really surprised about that because they. I think after United States, I will not find something. Uh, in that level, but Dubai it's more than the, than here. Like mm. Dubai, they really take care about the food safety. Yeah. And I'm so lucky that the place I'm working there, they take it to another level like food safety it's primary yeah if before you go to your service you have to make sure that all the food you are giving to the people it have to be the best safe quality mm. so yeah you were telling me there's like you, you have to make labels to of this. yeah you have to make labels you have to change uh, containers uh, but not like normal way it's kind of obsessed way but I'm happy to be there because mm -hmm. it creates you a discipline and it makes you a better like a structure a better better cook yeah <laughs> that's it are you gonna apply the, all the stuff you learn to your food truck so i know the food truck like is it on standstill do you think it's gonna go back is it like in this moment i don't know anything because <laughs> it will happen after this but yeah um definitely wherever i go i will apply it yeah because that's why i'm traveling right to mm -hmm. learn and, and spread the learning 
Yeah. I learn from people and I know people that learn from me because we are a match. We are a society that we need each other to grow up. Oh, so yes. for sure, like uh, I will apply all of these wherever I go. Do you think you're going to make like your own hotel or restaurant or stuff? Um, for sure, not an hotel. I don't <laughs> want an hotel. But yeah, I want a restaurant. I want a restaurant, uh, kind of fine dining restaurant in Bogota one day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll do it. Mm, with South American flavors, with uh, Latin American ingredients. And mm-hmm. something I want to do, do is like people that I learned, I met before in my travels come to my restaurant and I work, you know, mm-hmm. four hands and stuff like that just That'd make it so more nice. interactive so people can understand a little bit what i was uh doing around yeah the world. and also i don't know like for example for me and Eve, we want to get a farm you know in colombia and um we're saving up for it um but we were thinking of things that also could be done there to help us in our career but also to help other people so maybe like a place where like people can go and explore but also maybe milk a cow or like feed you know the animals or take some walk like uh nature walks and kind of learn about the environment so you know it's surprised like for example in colombia Mm -hmm. we got everything we are not the let's say Iceland or stuff like that we are in the tropical way we have food we have whatever we want yeah and surprise we are buying chicken from United States it's like doesn't make sense mm. if we can raise them there uh, so I always say like when I open a restaurant there I just want to buy directly to the farmer and help those little families to grow up yeah because it have to be like a society uh when you are making something it have to be sustainable in your so in your society so in the in this location of spaces yeah yeah. so i don't want tomatoes that travel twenty thousand kilometers i want tomatoes that travel no more than 100 kilometers uh, and I mean, now you learn about safety of food, so definitely you want you don't want all that. Yeah, you get it. People want fresh things in the table. You just need to get it closer. Mm-hmm. And locally, we are in the country. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Uh, so we can do whatever we want with the ingredients we have there. In the future, I want to open my restaurant in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Well, when it's open, we're going to let you guys know and we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know that it's something works for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned from my father that it's like, if you say one more day, you will never do it. It's something uh-huh. that be sure you will never do it. Um, actually, he and my mom are the persons that more f- front me or encourage me to do the things, you know? Yeah. They just say me like, hey, man, it's your life so you have to do it or no one is gonna do it for you mm. so if I say I don't know uh, I'm gonna spend one more month here in Bogota and set up there and I I will find another job in Dubai probably it will never happen I just mm. have to take the decision fast uh, and it's like that people sometimes I know it's hard yeah. because I'm living that 
but you need to take the risk because at the end it's something else at, after that door that you are opening and you are taking the risk to step in so to open like new doors and yeah. you know new so, opportunities yeah just don't say like one more day <laughs> just buy the ticket and then ask permission at the work <laughs> <laughs> be like i'll be right back <laughs> uh, actually just before we leave but yeah you i always think that you always had given me great advices um what is an advice that you give to people around the world like you know in terms of career maybe in terms of love in terms of um you know heading out there and traveling i think that i'm not the right person to give you advice because i'm a mess but <laughs> <laughs> uh i think the something worse for me it's try to live uh, free emotional bad things like whatever bad things are coming to you uh, you need to stop them and you need to say hey make let, peace with them yeah and let them go uh, then you need to be open mind forget about uh, racist or the image you have in your brain wherever you go just open your eyes and learn yeah learn and learn uh and try to smile try to smile and and be nice <laughs> <laughs> be nice to the yeah, world yeah it's so easy but it's not so easy as just as you heard it yes that's very true we sometimes put an image out there and we should be more open to to the world and to people and just help each other out so <laughs> that's it yeah Well, that was all for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast or watching it. I hope you guys stay tuned. I'm going to put down all links to Henry if you want to follow him on Instagram. I know he posts a little bit here and there and about his cooking and stuff. So, uh, yeah. But stay tuned for next podcast and we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.